It sounds really cool to say you don't need anyone and that you only spend time with people because you want to or choose to, just like all the cool things to say like, I don't care what anyone thinks of me. At a surface level, it sounds like a logical premise. You don't need anyone and you're just simply enjoying things. However, a truly self-aware and cognizant person recognises that this is simply not the case. We all need people and we all have certain roles and needs which need to be fulfilled. Here are some examples to help you see that these needs really go far beyond the surface level. For example, let's imagine that you're walking home one day and as you walk up the busy and bustling streets, you notice a messy and dishevelled man sitting against the shop walls. Next to him is a sign that contains the detail of his tragic circumstances and how he would really appreciate your generous donations, no matter how small. If you decide to give this man some money, it is very easy to convince yourself that he needed you and your money. And in most cases, that's exactly right. He did need that. However, it doesn't end there. While most people can clearly see the homeless man's need for your generosity, significantly less people would be able to identify their need to help the homeless man. Giving money to the homeless man provides you with a sense of helping others, showing compassion, a feeling of selflessness, and serving the community or greater society in a small way. All of these sentiments can be boiled down to a need within ourselves to feel these characteristics, but also to act in line with them. It's easy to get defensive when someone explains this to you. To say that if you feel good for helping the homeless man or feel a need to help others, this is a hero complex and it's an issue, and in extreme circumstances this can be true. Yet for the vast majority of people, we all actually have many factors which contribute to our decisions, intentions and needs, and there is definitely part of our consciousness which wants to help other people, especially the more we can relate to them, and this is actually perfectly healthy. Let's go through another case study. I'm sure you can think of a time in your life when you moved schools, you relocated to a different area, changed jobs or the department which you work in. You've probably had a lot of friends or at least people you talked to before the change. And though you may have maintained some connections, there are definitely people you spoke to less or never again after this change. There's a very small chance that you maintained a deep connection with every single person in your life from age 5 all the way into your adult life. This can feel like a wake-up call, as when you finally move and you realise a lot of people you used to speak to may not have actually been your friends, but rather just people you spoke to as a product of your situation. Although it can be a sad moment when you realise this, this is a very crucial time to remember that everyone fulfils a need. And you might start to think, well, you didn't need them because you're here right now without them and they're clearly not to be, not meant to be your best of friends if you're, they're not there right now. However, just because something is short-lived, that doesn't mean it wasn't a need at the time. We may feel, we may all feel a desire to belong, a need to fit in, to be accepted by others and to even just have basic social interactions. So even though you have left that time, place or area, those feelings were a need at that time. And this is the need that those people filled in your life. Besides, how weird would it be if you never spoke to anyone in school or at your job because you knew eventually you would be moving on? But knowing this, or rather becoming aware of it, 
will hopefully help you maximise your ability to make the most of these interactions and relationships, no matter how brief they may be. So now we have seen with a few examples how everyone feels a need in our life, even if those needs may be temporary or change later on based on our circumstances. And thus, when you understand this principle, you can start to see that relationships take less of a vertical model and more of a horizontal model, where people are fulfilling the mutual needs of each other. Let's apply this to one last example. When people break up, they usually can't put their finger on this or admit it. However, it's not the person they actually miss, but how that person made them feel or the role that they filled in their life. I'm sure you can think of either yourself or someone you know who experienced a breakup. Even though the feelings are extremely strong and overwhelming, try to sift through carefully and you'll realise that the things you miss are usually the things you both did together or your conversations. And it's easy to conflate these with missing the actual person. I am not for one moment saying that it is wrong to miss a person by themselves or that that in itself is not painful. It's just that there is a difference between missing the actual person and what they provided for you in your life. And usually it is the latter we end up missing more. Examples include structure and security. Perhaps they provided a routine or they formed part of your identity and now that has been lost. Physical and emotional intimacy. We all have physical needs and the need to find reassurance or comfort from another person. And maybe this is what you feel the absence of most when that person is gone. Financial or logistical aspects, perhaps they were the earner, the provider, or they cooked, or they were able to drive, and these aspects are what you feel are lacking the most in your life now. So now that we understand that everyone in our lives that we enjoy spending time with has a role to play or a need they fulfil, we can start to ask ourselves what we give to other people and how we can provide more value and enrich our current relationships as well as any in the future.